Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Sea Talks. If you're listening to this right now, you're probably listening at the end of the first month of the year 2023 or further down. Um, this should have definitely been posted earlier, but everything that I'm about to talk about in this episode, I've most definitely done. And this has prevented me from posting this episode, from even recording this episode. So, um, this is a topic that I definitely, definitely relate with. But before we proceed, before we go further, I just want to wish you a happy new year. Happy new year, new year 2023. Wishing you all the best that this year has to offer. Now, to my new year, new me gang, I'm pretty sure you've had a lot of people talk to you about the importance of setting goals and please, by all means, set those goals, um, set those New Year's resolutions. But as you do so, it's important that you take a look at the things that have prevented your goals, for, like that have prevented you from accomplishing all these goals that you've set in the previous years. Um, because I have a lot of friends who do not believe in New Year, uh, New Year's resolutions because uh, once the buzz of the new year dies down, they believe these goals go out of the window. And I agree. A lot of us set unrealistic goals as the new year comes and we're like, I'm going to be a brand new person in this new year. Like <laughs> the clock <laughs> striking midnight will lead to some magical change. That is not the case. So please set goals for the new year that can help you achieve your desired change and ensure that your goals are smart. You must have seen a million videos talking about this, especially with it being the new year. Let your goals be specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. Um, but that's not what we're talking about today. As much as I would love to talk about goals, um, I realized that the problem is not with setting goals or with a lack of people that talk about how to set goals and the best tools to use while setting your goals. Um, one thing that I've seen personally is that uh, when it comes to goals, um, it's also important to reflect on reasons why we weren't able to accomplish those goals. Um, or things that hindered us in one way or another. And after looking back to 2022, 2021, one common factor that I found was this idea of self-sabotage. So that's going to be our topic for today. So hang on tight as we go into details about what self-sabotage is why do we self-sabotage um you know what are some ways we self-sabotage you know or signs that you should look for um in a person and then some little bitty steps um that i have coined to help with self like to help stop this idea of self-sabotage um i'm in no way a professional these are things that i'm trying and i'm seeing them work out for me so be sure to let me know if you get to try any of these things and if they work for you. Okay, let's dive right into it. What is self-sabotage? 
Um, Self-sabotage is this idea where people do things that they should not be doing, things that would specifically block their success, or they don't do the things that they should be doing, um, so things that prevent them from accomplishing their goals. For example, if you have a goal to have a million dollars within the year 2023, um, and you don't have a job, you don't have a business, you don't have a hustle, you're sitting with your arms crossed, <laughs> um, that is plain old self-sabotage. That's you preventing yourself from accomplishing your goals. Um, but also make sure those goals are realistic. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, you know, self-sabotage could be mild. It could be something that, you know, just happens. Like, you do a little bit of this. Um, however, when it becomes chronic, that's a major problem because it isn't absolutely to hinder growth. It's a way to stop yourself from growing, and it can bring about destruction in every area of a person's life from your physical aspect of life all the way to social, spiritual, emotional, whatever, name it. If you find yourself in this constant cycle of self-sabotage, you're most likely not growing in one or multiple areas of your life. So let us look at some ways that people self-sabotage or signs to look out for that might help you know that this person is pretty much working against their own self. So number one, <laughs> and one of my favorite ones um, is I um, came up with this was being a perfectionist. Um, it is absolutely one thing that people bring up during interviews and they say, what is your strength? And you're like, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist. And then they're like, what is your weakness? I'm a little bit of a perfectionist. Um, being perfect, <laughs> being a perfectionist is definitely one way to work against oneself. Um, you're constantly hard on yourself. You undermine the things that you've accomplished and you always want to hold on to your mistakes. Uh, quick disclaimer, I should have said this earlier, unlike my previous podcast where I have one character and the topic resonates with the life of that character for this episode, we're just going to be talking about random characters, especially myself, because these are things I've realized that I've done in the past, or maybe I'm still doing, um, and I just want to be as real as possible in this episode. So let's get back to the idea of perfectionism. Uh, the perfectionist is someone who's a constant researcher. I saw this phrase and I was like, wow, that makes so much sense. If you're someone who's a perfectionist, you're constantly trying to research and gain clarity that you never actually get to the point where you produce your desired result results. Um, so you're like, I know this can solve this. I'll give you a quick example. I uh, performed a research. I, I was part of a research group when I was in college. And every time I would have a meeting with my 
research advisor, I would just be like, you know, I know we're tackling this, but this same solution can be used to tackle this and this and this. So why don't we like, you know, do a deep dive into all these things and figure it out. That was the perfectionist side of me talking. And I was like, why would we release a paper when we have all these other major call outs with like, you know, our research. And to me, it just didn't make sense where when I would read a research paper and I would see that they would have like, you know, a section talking about like, things that were not achievable. I can't remember what it was called, but um, that was the perfectionist side of me talking. I constantly wanted to research. I constantly thought like, you know, once I got one answer, I was trying to find fault with that particular answer and then trying to figure out how to make that answer better, which is not completely a bad thing, except for when it is. Um, so the next and second way um, we self-sabotage is procrastinating. Are you <laughs> the deadline's best friend? If you're constantly waiting until the last minute on a regular basis, you, my friend, are absolutely just preventing yourself from growing. Um, while there are a couple of times where, you know, you might just be feeling a little lazy, no hate on that. Procrastination should not be your best friend. Regular procrastinators are more prone to depression, stress, and anxiety. This is a known fact. So if you're constantly procrastinating, you're definitely self-sabotaging. Another one that I've noticed is, you know, having this pessimistic outlook on life. You know, if you're constantly the first person to point out all the things that could go wrong, like there is no harm in being logical. There's no harm in saying, here's what's wrong. You know, I think we should solve this. But if you're quick to poke holes in solutions that appear without actually providing alternatives child you are most likely applying this to several areas of your life because you're like why would I go this way um all xyz number of things could happen so I'd rather be stuck and stagnant in my ways and that way you're never moving you're never growing because you think every way has an issue please don't that is like a sure way a sure sign that you are self-sabotaging. And sorry if you hear me say the word a lot of times, um, but it is what we're talking about after all. The next way um, that we self-sabotage or the next sign rather of self-sabotaging is the imposter syndrome. And this is like an absolute friend for a lot of my friends in the tech industry, myself included. It's that feeling where you feel like a phony constantly um, when you think of yourself as someone who has deceived everyone into thinking you're something that you're not. Um, okay, so when the high of the new year dissipates, when 
all that buzz goes down and you've created all these amazing goals. And then you go back and look at that vision board and you're like, can I really achieve this? You trying to talk yourself out of it. Like, do y'all see how it's linking up? Like being pessimistic and having like imposter syndrome, it links up. I, I did not realize that. And just thinking about it, like as much as I love to say I'm an optimistic person, every time I have like imposter syndrome as my best buddy at work, like that is me being pessimistic because I think they're gonna find out that I'm a phony and they hired a fake who doesn't know how to do a job. <laughs> so constantly feeling, feeling like a phony um, makes you self-sabotage, even, even if you're not trying to intentionally do it and that's the that's the tricky thing with self-sabotage it could be intentional and it very well could not be like you could not even like there are times where you might not even realize that you're self-sabotaging you know for example if you're somebody who has a career and you're hoping for a promotion and you're putting that on your goal on your prayer list and then you slowly start talking yourself out because you feel like there might be better candidates like that's it that's all the evidence you need are you are you the person who constantly thinks there might be somebody better why can't you be that person who's better um this is just one of many examples um of ways or signs that we are self-sabotaging the next would be overcommitting. while it is very very good to commit to different things and learn from different areas. If you do not know how to take a break, you will get burnt out. You will exhaust yourself and you will not be able to accomplish your goals, which is basically the central idea of self-sabotage when you do things that prevent you from accomplishing your goals. When you overcommit, when you commit to multiple things without knowing when or where to draw the line, it has terrible, terrible consequences. For example, if you're someone who has set 60 goals that require you to be alert all the time, that drains you consistently, and these are just your goals for Q1, remember, goals should be smart. They should be realistic. They should be achievable. So do not overcommit to a million things because you're sure to complete a couple of them in a very haphazard manner, which might not work in your best interest, especially if you're a perfectionist. <laughs> and then finally, the last one that I have on my list of signs of self-sabotage or some ways that we self-sabotage is when we constantly live in a disorganized manner. If chaos is your music 24 seven, you are, you're basically killing yourself. Chaos should never be the norm for anyone. Um, I've heard a couple of times that um, a sign of depression is just constant chaos, just a really disorganized manner. Um, just this atmosphere, of disorganization that just settles um, because if you're living in a state of 
chaos. Um, you are sure to constantly miss deadlines. You're sure to have a constant clutter. Um, and there's no way you're getting things done in a proper manner in such an environment. Now, I'm pretty sure a lot of people who say, I work best when things are put the way I want them. Um, that's, <laughs> that's not it. That's not what I'm trying to address here. I'm trying to address people who are constantly, constantly living in chaos, either because they've overcommitted and they're having to do too much and they don't have time to themselves to take care of like just everyday life, everyday aspects of life. Um, that is a no-no. Um, and these are just a few signs of self-sabotage. So if you have identified with any of these things that I've mentioned so far, let's discuss why you might be this way. So why do we self-sabotage? Fear of failure. That is the number one reason that I could come up with. I've thought about it. Why do I procrastinate until the last minute? Although I say like I can get it done before the deadline, I'm secretly worried that I might not do the best job. So I'd rather not stress about it. Or I'd want to research and research and research and make sure it's perfect because I don't want to fail. And the fear of failure is the number one reason why we self-sabotage. A lot of us are scared to take that leap of faith. We're scared that if we make that choice, things could go wrong. And they very well could. I'm not trying to be a motivational speaker here. However, if you never try, how would you know? That's something a lot of people <laughs> have said to me in the past. If you never try, you're going to be stuck where you are and stagnant, pretty much. And there's no movement. And where there's no movement, there's no growth. And then you're never going to know if it could have been better if only you had tried. So next one, unhealthy expectations. This is like the people on the opposite side of the spectrum. You're not scared of failure. You'll actually like bring it on. But like, I'm going to like set myself up to like, you know, commit to like a million things within like one week. Unhealthy expectations. And people that fall into this gang are my Philippines 413. I hope I said the right Bible verse. But the people who identify with, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Please, that that is not what the scripture was intended for. Yes, use it to encourage yourself, but please do not take it out of context. Um, he didn't say, I can do all things when I commit to like a million things that the Holy Spirit did not send me to. Nope. Um, he's like, no matter what I go through, I know that I can do all things because I have God on my side. He's like, you know, don't like go wake this. Don't like go mess things up and then go like I can do all things. Don't set unhealthy expectations for yourself. That's pretty much what I'm trying to say. Um, when you're setting goals for the new year, set realistic, achievable goals. I will continue to emphasize on this. 
um, because a lot of people end up feeling downcast and you're like, you know, this did not work out. And then you end up like having this pessimistic outlook. If it didn't work out this way, then this is surely not going to work out as well. That's not what life is about. Make sure you set healthy expectations for yourself. Remember to love your body. Remember to take care of your body. And, you know, while you're setting those goals, remember to set goals that will not lead you to a state of burnout. And finally, the third and last reason I'll be given in this episode is the lack of discipline. The Bible says, go to the ant, or you sluggard. <laughs> um, and it, that's there for a reason. Lack of discipline is one reason why we self-sabotage. Um, do you find yourself constantly procrastinating? Lack of discipline. Do you find yourself constantly overcommitting? Lack of discipline. Um, we need to learn how to be disciplined. We need to learn how to create structure. I believe the God we serve is a God of structure. He made all things and he put a certain structure to it. And that that um, same principle needs to be applied in our lives. You need to live with structure. You need to understand that this is what I do during the weekdays. This is what I do during the weekends. These are ways that I help myself grow and work towards my goals. Put structure to things. Don't just say, I'm going to do all of these things and, you know, I'm just going to tackle them as they come. It might work for a while, but without structure, it's bound to fail. And that's why discipline is very important. Learn from the ant. Uh, learn from the ant. Like, <laughs> stores up food, has organization, colonies, um, a structure to how things are supposed to be done. So these are three reasons why we self-sabotage. Now, I saved <laughs> one of the best for the last. <laughs> um, and I just realized that I forgot the most important, <laughs> the most important way that we self-sabotage. And I'm just going to address this real quick and then talk about steps to overcoming self-sabotage. And the most important <laughs> way that we self-sabotage is by acting alone. Now, this is, I, I'm going to break this down into two parts. Acting alone, like in terms of like disconnecting from community, it is a way to self-sabotage. Uh, a lot of people say your network is your net worth. That's very important, not just in terms of like your career, but also in terms of like emotional support, um, support mentally, um, and in other areas of your life. Um, it's very important to understand the people that can help you accomplish like some of the goals that you've set for yourself. And it's important to stay connected with them. Don't try to figure it out out don't try to figure it out alone and if you're like me who believes that you should ask for help at the last minute correction who used to believe <laughs> that you should ask for help at the last minute then you're self-sabotaging you're that is in no way working out for your good you need to ensure that you're able to draw from others 
while given to others. It is very essential. And if you're able to do this, you will see things begin to turn around for your good. Now, the second part, acting alone in terms of your spiritual life. If you're acting on your own accord, if you're setting all these goals without introducing the master planner into it, and then you're surprised why things don't work a certain way when God is intended for them to work in a different way. That's all, that's all I'm going to say. Like, there is no answer for you. It's important that when we set goals, besides making smart goals, we need to make goals that are also aligned with our purpose and the will of God for our lives. So if you cannot if you cannot invite the Holy Spirit to your planning session while you're making all these goals for these new years, <laughs> for the new year, um, trust me when I say you're self-sabotaging because you get to a point in the year and you're like, God, why is it not working out? Like, why is this not coming? Or why is why am I not being selected for this? And he's like, I never intended for you to get selected for that. And you're like, wow. And you get all depressed and anxious. And trust me, I've been there. It's not fun. So just ask him from the start. Just spend a few minutes with him and pray daily. And commit like all your ways. Commit all that all your plans to his hands and he will take control literally um if you can trust him he will give you rest um and everything that should have you know been for evil he will turn it for good you know whatever was intended for evil he will use for good so finally <laughs> let's discuss some steps to stop self-sabotaging so if you're like yes this is me. I'm pessimistic. I'm a procrastinator. This is me. I'm a perfectionist or I struggle with imposter syndrome. I am not providing like some professional <laughs> professional um, counseling or anything. These are just some steps that I'm taking within my own life to help myself stop self-sabotaging. Number one, look out for the signs. If you believe that you don't do any of these, amazing. However, begin to look out for these signs. Begin to catch these signs. Um, catch yourself doing these things. If you have a project that you need to submit and you've revised that work like a million times, like catch yourself and ask yourself, you know, is this really the best way to spend my time? Or am I just trying to be a perfectionist right now? Um, look out for these signs. And secondly, practice failing in small things. Like I said, the fear of failure is something that uh, has put a lot of us in this category that is like, you know, tied us to this idea of self-sabotage because we're too scared to fail. Practice failing in small things. Try new things out. Try cooking a new dish. Try hiking. I don't know. Whatever little things that you've been scared to try out. And as you learn to fail and, you know, grow um, from all these experiences, it will not make it necessarily easier, but it will open your eyes to look at life and look at things in a different way. Third, 
speak positive. You need to love on yourself. Um, one important thing is that self-sabotage emanates from negative mindset and negative thinking, this mindset that things could go wrong any minute. So speak positive over all the things that you do or all the goals that you've set and speak positive over yourself, love yourself, affirm yourself. You know, just look at yourself in the mirror and say, I am loved. I am beautiful. I am precious. You know, I'm specially created and carved by God. <laughs> That's important. There's absolute power in the words that we speak. And these can also help boost your confidence. The Bible said it. There's power in the word you speak. Your tongue is mighty. So use it to speak life. Fourth, um, Get people in your life that can bring you back to earth. Once you start going off a tangent, get people that can get you back on the right path. People that can also speak life um, over you. People that can call you out um, when you're making a mess. Um, and people that can encourage you when things go wrong, when you fail. Get people that can encourage you. And finally, the last but not the least, ensure that you do not walk alone. Spend time with God. It is essential. It is vital that you spend time in his presence. You need to sit and listen to him in order to receive guidance about the next steps to take. So spend time in the presence of God and he will most definitely order your steps. If you've made it up until this point, be sure to let me know some of these signs that you relate with and some of these steps that you're going to try. Thank you for listening. Have a blessed day. Bye. Just joking. It's not bye yet. Let's close our eyes and pray together for a quick second. Dear Lord, I thank you for this person who's listening. I... Pray and I ask, oh Lord, that just one word or one statement from this episode will touch them, oh Lord. I pray that for those who have identified with any of these signs of self-sabotage, oh Lord, I pray that you will send your Holy Spirit, oh Lord, to begin to do a work in them, oh Lord, to begin to restore, to begin to fix, oh Lord. I pray that you will guide them and you will order their steps. As we start out this new year, we ask that you will start the year with us and end with us. Um, guide our steps and lead us. In your name we pray. Amen. Okay, bye for real.